When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Shout out DraftKings Sportsbook. Got that early win token tonight. Ooh. I know all of us already put it on the, the Dolphins. You bet we did. And then DraftKings just throws us another little boost, uh, the, the $10 money back parlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Green posed this question to me in the office when I walked in. Did you hear about what Mike McDaniel did during uh, practice yesterday? Just incredible. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> well, then I guess you answered the question. He, he asked me, genius or paranoid? Both. Absolutely both. <laughs> Paranoid um, genius. And, and, and you know, I, I was talking to some other me- media members, and any time a team goes off-site to practice, they have people on the staff with binoculars just looking around the site the entire time because the NFL is paranoia. Everything is built on being paranoid. But they're paranoid because if not, somebody's gonna be out there spying on him yeah like it's not like it's not like it's just me on my way home being like oh no are they looking at me no that's not that's not gonna happen in those situations absolutely somebody's going to be spying on you if they have a chance but i mean it's everything and you're right henry i mean it's smart for them to be paranoid but they are paranoid but i mean dwayne stooks i can't it's like every other press conference he's asked a very basic question he's like he like kind of looks around he's like well, I don't know who's listening to this and who's going to get a hold of this audio, so <laughs> I can't fully answer that. But what I'll tell you is this. It's like, uh, uh, that's just the that's the life that mm-hmm. these guys live. Is like any team could be trying to pick up on some sort of little hint that someone may drop or that a clip may drop online or something. And that's the world of paranoia they live in. I spent uh, like five or ten minutes talking with Pat Sertan today. Because I was curious about the whole like follow a receiver around thing or just stay on one side thing. And there were just topics that I didn't even try to get into. Like we talked yesterday. It's like two-thirds of the time he's on one side, one-third on the other. I didn't even say like, was that to, to just follow somebody around? It looked like it was there. Because you know you're not getting an answer. Right. It's like, are you him. following Devontae Adams around? Don't even ask because it's not like they're going to say. And were it you makes on sense. the record? Yeah. Mm. I thought about afterwards saying something. I was like, yeah, let's just... 
things went well. I don't want Pat to yeah, think I'm yeah. weird. Evero was asked about that today, and the first thing that came out of his mouth was he wasn't asked exactly is is Pat gonna follow Devonte, mm-hmm. but like how do you decide if you're gonna do that? And the first thing out yep. of his mouth was, well, I can't give away our game plan, so I'm not gonna talk to that specifically. So he's exactly. <laughs> well, and that's why with Pat, I just started with like so. What's it like when you just get to stay on one side for the whole game? Like, is there is there value in that? And just, like, those sorts of things. Because as soon as you bring up one question that's like, yeah. are you going to do it? Then all of a sudden, everything shut yeah, down. Then yeah, you're not yeah, getting yeah, anything yeah. about any of that. They think that you are coming from the Raiders organization <laughs> yes. to find us. Especially all black. You got that black, so and, true. black and white. That was a bad day for that, wasn't it? <laughs> as long as you don't work in silver, you're good. Right, right. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, this little silver on the fade. Little silver on the shoes. Mm, There's a, those, like... Five little, six little gray straps. No, those are blue. Straps. Uh, no, 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 yeah. on the top. Uh, like right here? They're gray blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah Those yeah. are blue. I think they used to be blue, but they're fading. Okay, okay. So <laughs> the fear to the eye is, is, is uh, silver. Yeah, I mean, it's really true what you're saying there, Hank. I, used, I mean, I would go weeks without ever pulling out my recorder in the locker room because yeah. I felt like I would just get much better information. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you can just, like, if you just have a conversation, especially if you find the right guys who just like want to talk football, mm-hmm. they'll tell you anything uh, as long as your recorder's not out. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways. So it's paranoid and it's uh, a genius, genius. move paranoid by genius. Mike McDaniels. I absolutely love that guy. And that's that's a big reason why I love the plus 150 tonight. Yeah, it's really plus in- the early lead. I love the early win token there. You can just get, like again, a good script from Mike McDaniel and, mm-hmm. and you're off and running. I will say, adding the 12th player on the field, I think would be really easy to identify for uh, any defensive coordinator who's worth his salt to just be like, that doesn't look like a normal route for the concept that they're running or like, you know what I mean? Like if it just seems like it would be easiest to uh, uncover on the other side though, it is Mike McDaniel putting that extra guy out there. You know, he, he has his own eye for right, that. Right. It's so like, just like whispering to like their third receiver, like, all right, go out there and just <laughs> run a nine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean like some would be obvious. Like if, you just run slants and you just have a guy like sitting down right where they're running. Like, yeah, that's obviously not it. But yeah. I bet, you know, you run like a little corner out. Mike McDaniel knows how to make that that twelfth man look like he's useful. I mean, this is a this is a pretty fitting conversation, especially when we talk about our London trip that we're having, all the events <laughs> we're having, because the last time the Broncos were in London, they in fact <laughs> did cheat. This uh, this way now a little different where they kind of sent someone in, left some cameras running in the in the facility, but th- this in multiple ways can relate to the Broncos. It's crazy in football how many times this stuff has come up. Yeah, yep. like at least once every five years, someone gets caught overtly cheating. Yep. Most of the time, it comes from the Patriots organization yep. or uh, a tree of the Patriots organization, as was yep. happening in Denver. Yep, exactly, and. Wow, Josh McDaniels was cheating and still sucked. You think he's going to try to cheat this week? I don't know. He is 0-6, as I tweeted out today, since getting caught cheating. Um, so never won a game in which he definitely didn't cheat. And he's 5-20 and in his last 25 games as a head coach? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yikes. 0-6 since the investigation from the NFL, which I was reading up on that today. The Broncos self-reported, and there's just no... like. There's got to be so much more to that story. Mm, what do you mean? Why? Um, my 
my number one guess would be that they wanted to fire Josh McDaniels for cause. Okay, potentially. Now, what I will say, though, is pretty much in the Drew Locke quarterback COVID tracking thing, I believe that was also self-reported. I, I think the only reason you ever self-report is if you think you're going to get caught. That is true. So then they thought that they were going to get caught for it's Drew. E- it's either that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's either that or you think um, – you you you're trying to like pull something like getting Josh McDaniels fired for cause. <laughs> I don't even I know, I don't know if there was ever a, a solution to that. I think the Broncos blew it though if they were trying to fire him for cause because Joe Ellis said, "I don't think this is a fireable offense." Ah, yep, that <laughs> you know Josh McDaniels' <laughs> lawyer tough. brought that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that was a uh, I love all the Josh McDaniels uh, slander that's mm-hmm. just like coming out. Um, I'm I'm trying to push it further. Like yes, you are. Just, you know, just keep feeding the 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 beasts. Everyone loves anything that bad about uh, Josh McDaniels. Does it make that stuff not as impactful if Josh comes out and beats the Broncos this week? Definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the Broncos. So you're what what you're doing, and a lot of people are doing, rightfully so. And and putting the good word out there, I would say, is you're building it up so the Broncos can just. Kill him this week. What what I really want is the the Broncos Raiders rivalry to be real again. Mm-hmm. It's been it it feel it's felt like CU Utah to me for the last few years. It's just like oh, yeah, it's kind of supposed to be a rivalry. It used to be a rivalry. Uh, so oh, like let's do a big highlight package mm-hmm. of the old like hits from the nineteen eighties and stuff. And it just hasn't the hate hasn't been there. It's partly because the Broncos haven't been good. It's partly because when the Broncos were good, the Raiders were absolute mm-hmm. trash. So there just hasn't – the rivalry has lacked teeth for many, many years now, and I want it back. Like, I want Raiders fans in my mentions, like, cursing me and, like, all that stuff. Like, that – I miss that. I, so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to feed the beast. And I love that, and, and I want that to happen. And the coaches aren't really playing into it. Justin Outen was asked today – uh, if if there's a rivalry between player or between coaches uh, and players in one team, and compared to coaches and players in another team, because fans have that rivalry, but between players and coaches, and what he said was, whoever you're playing next, you got a rivalry with them. And so, oh, okay, <laughs> well, no rivalry there. Then the, the coaches don't buy into it. But we did hear Bradley Chubb yesterday oh, say. Yeah. He hates the Raiders. He hates a few teams, but the Raiders is one of them that he hates. And I actually, I feel bad for the way the answer turned out, but I asked Nathaniel Hackett, I said, Bradley Chubb hates the Raiders. Um, Do you want... Uh, do, do, do you want that to kind of spread throughout the locker room? And do, do you want guys, all the guys feeling that way? And he said, uh, do, give me a guess on what you think he said with how I kind of teed it up. Something about how like, uh, like I'd, I'd much rather our guys be in control of their emotions. And, and that, that would have been a, a fine answer too, but no, he, he went to a deeper level. What he said at first was, uh, this is a rivalry and I'm, I'm happy to be part of it, but hate it, there, there's not enough energy and room for hate in this world and i was just like oh my god i hate it so like, much you, i feel bad now for asking the question and then i have that's to remind hilarious. myself no bradley chubb said the hate thing it wasn't me that's like wow i feel like an a-hole now so i actually I guess, yeah i actually agree with nathaniel hackett uh to a certain extent like mm-hmm. life is too short to be hating 
people that are actually in your life. Yeah. Sports are literally designed for you to get <laughs> right. all of that out right. in a healthy manner. Like yeah. you should hate the Raiders. Yes. You should hate Josh McDaniels. You should hate Derek Carr if that's something you want to do. Like that type of, that's how you get the hate out in a healthy manner so you don't hate people in real life. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah, and I mean I could understand hating someone if they beat you year in and year out and embarrass you on a national level. If they are literally physically beating you up a couple of times a year, I could see that. But uh, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett just has me feeling like, wow, we just need, we need to love the Raiders, right? That makes me really really sad because I just like had a vision while we were talking about this of like something happens in the game. Like, let's just say a Raider player like takes a cheap shot on Mm -hmm. a guy. And like I just had this vision of like Nathaniel Hackett screaming at Josh McDaniels that I just said I feel like a, it's, it's not gonna come happen. true. Like, <laughs> like Matt Wilhelm and Philip Rivers back in the day would what was that? That would have been Cutler on the other yes. sideline. Yeah, yeah. Jay, man, that was great. That's what I want. Yes. I want I want it's yes. probably not gonna happen with Derek Carr and Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if that happens though, you know the rivalry is back. Yeah, yeah I want I want like true blue rivalry and like i feel like nathaniel hackett could embrace that he should yes. hate josh mcdaniels <laughs> i think yes. here's a hot take maybe i think russell wilson's gonna do something rivalry-ish this week like i i, I know isn't that crazy Whoa. but i do think because he, he, he does gets have it, a fire inside he has that little bit of fire and i think he gets that he will win over broncos fans if he just gets in one guy's face a little bit too long or like because like, he does have that actor you know like that, you know yeah, yeah i think so i love it zone read keep was on the was on the table so clearly for the broncos so <laughs> many times against the 49ers they didn't call it once let's call it on the goal line against the raiders and then he gives a <laughs> sh- to the crowd. oh i would oh. love it and i hope he walks in just as gently into the end zone as peyton manning did against the cowboys yeah or he like flips the ball to jonathan abram <laughs> this score this yeah. is one of the weeks where i'm a little more scared of russ running though like in a rivalry game like they they want to hit him yeah. and you always right, want to hit the quarterback right. but they'll take the 15 i think they might also, even an ejection yeah also to play on top of that Josh McDaniels has to freaking hate the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. The fact that he didn't talk to the media, normally I don't care about that. Yeah. Me, but he's scared. Yep. He's oh, legitimately yeah, he's scared. Absolutely scared. There's no way he would have ever talked to the media because the media would have had some hard hitters. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're absolutely right. He was scared. Soft as shit. And so he, exactly. And so a lot of people in my mention saying a lot of worse things yeah. than mm-hmm. that, too. Uh, I got to think he's pumping these Raiders up, doing the opposite. Mm-hmm of what Nathaniel Hackett is doing and saying, let's beat the hell out of these guys. And I think... You know these Raiders are seeing all this stuff coming out about him this week. Yeah, and they probably yeah, yeah. already have a little piece of them and thinks he's a fraud. I just don't <laughs> think it hits right in week three when you're 0-3. If you're like, guys, like win this one for me. I hate this, <laughs> <laughs> this one for me. It's like, weird, Dude, though. you kind of suck. You're an asshole. No, and, and that's why... Wait, what were you going to say, Henry? Nobody in the locker room knows about the Josh McDaniels stuff. Like only I've only yeah. heard heard a couple of people get asked about it, but I think like Bradley said, you know, yeah, like there's some history here. I don't really know much about. It. I was actually talking with Will Sherman today for quite a while because he was at the Patriots with McDaniel's the last couple of years. So we were just talking about it, and he didn't know stories. So I was like, yeah, Alfonso Smith, like that that happened. And so it's He's like, like, oh right, yeah, Alfonso Smith. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, but I mean, I gave more details than that. But like a couple of those things where they just. Obviously, they unless you're a Broncos fan, they're all they they weren't in the league until five years after at yeah. the earliest. Yeah, this is something that um I know John Embry did when he went to CU, which 
not the best example, but it wasn't his fault. They had no talent on the team. Um, but like when they were guy. when they were playing a team, he would show a video that like highlights the history. Yeah, and I like. I, like, you know, if the Broncos want to hire me to do this, I will do it. Like, put together <laughs> clips of, like, why you should hate this team. Yep. Essentially. And, like, show the highlights of, you know, dirty hits from the Raiders. And show, like, clips from Mike Shanahan press conferences. And, mm-hmm. and show, show explain co- the, the Josh McDaniels and how he shamed the Broncos organizations by being, you know, a shady loser. Like, mm-hmm. That's I, I would want my players to have that stuff, you know, fueling them. I, I love that. However, not only is it not happening because of kind of what Nathaniel Hackett said, and Nathaniel Hackett this week has also, when asked about the rivalry, said like, yeah, we're not focused on having, haven't having won in Las Vegas since Peyton Manning was the quarterback. We're focused on the future. I have no control of that. Mm-hmm. So they, they're really focused on the on the future, but also there's like, no one in this organization that has had a good rivalry with the Ravers that has been around yeah. when there's been this rivalry, especially, I mean, Pat, Patrick Smythe has been, but I don't think he's pumping that into these guys' veins. <laughs> but ownership, no. no. Uh, CEO, no. President, no. Uh, GM, no. Head coach, Just bring no. bring John. So he's like, still around. Oh, man, yeah. I would love that. Just once, yep. <laughs> yeah. Just give him one day. I'd love that. But, I mean, th- there's just no one. So I hope that does start. And build because there's a new foundation here and there's a semi new foundation out in uh, Las Vegas. What Broncos character do you think hates the Raiders the most all time? Mm. Mike Shanahan. Oh, all time. Mike Shanahan's got to be up there. Didn't it's the Raiders be. like hold mo- like withhold money from him that yeah. they owed him? Oh all yeah, that stuff. Mm. So it's got to be. Yeah, bring him in. I mean the yeah. story, the stories of of let him help with the script while he's at it. Yeah, there you go. The, the <laughs> stories of people in uh, when they would go to Oakland and they're getting stuff thrown at them when yeah. they're walking on and off the field. You got to think those guys truly hate the Raiders. Yes, mm-hmm. and they should. Yeah, and everyone should. <laughs> I think on the current team, I haven't had a chance to talk with him and figure it out. I think the biggest Raider hater is probably Melvin Gordon, just because mm-hmm. he's played against them, even mm-hmm. with the Chargers going back. Off the top of my head, he was, yeah, he was the least, one that got my yeah. list. There's one thing we can find common ground <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Bradley went out and said it, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's what everybody said. Even, like, Caden Stearns. He was like, yeah, you know, you, I got here and everybody said we hate the Raiders, so I started hating the Raiders. <laughs> it's like what we do. That's <laughs> how it works. You Nebraska yeah. rivalry just started because Bill McCartney was like, so who's the best team around here and they're like nebraska he's like cool we hate them <laughs> i love it i love it and everyone's like yeah you're right we do hate them yeah someone uh, in the comment section tbd 0007 says we need keep to leave oh, always need a keep. oh man michael Kratt, that was the closest in among neither team being good that was the closest the broncos have ever had to to really an afc west rivalry these past few years i've told this story on the show before but i was in the stadium for chain gate part two mm. when they actually went to blows yeah, in oakland in oakland yeah maybe the last game in oakland and i've never been like more afraid that something really bad was going to happen where i was <laughs> like i was just like this is not like I, the fans were so like and you were in the press box. angry and yeah i'm just in the press box and i'm just like Something bad, like the fans are gonna like rush the field and attack a keeper, like something like that. Because it was like yeah. I, the sound that was coming out of that stadium was like a different sound than you've ever heard at a football stadium before. Yeah. I was like, 
Something bad's about to happen. <laughs> what I didn't realize was the bad thing that was about to happen was Paxton Lynch crying on the sidelines. And uh, <laughs> that was the same game, didn't that? Wasn't that when they brought in Brendan Langley to replace Akeeb <laughs> yes. or someone else? And he, then he was just on... burned. Yeah, uh, Trevor Simeon led the Broncos back. I think he had two touchdown passes to Cody Latimer. Definitely won. Yeah. And the Broncos needed a big stop. Uh, to get the ball back with a chance to tie the game. And uh, who would have been the defensive coordinator? Joe Woods, maybe? So. Must have been, yeah. yeah. Um, he calls a zero blitz. And it's just one-on-one Brendan Langley with, like, some scrub receiver, and he just got absolutely cooked. And if Akeeb didn't do that, he would have been in, yeah, uh, yeah. and the Broncos would have won the game. It was, like, the second play of the game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it? Because he was going for it, man. <laughs> oh, and just how far they went out of bounds on their yeah. scuffle, too. Oh, and then back in That's bounds. the thing, too. It got so close to the fans. I was yes. like, they're going to start jumping onto the field. Yes. Yeah, true. Oh, it just like man. circled yeah. all the way around. This has made me so pumped for a rivalry I coming know. back. And there really is no better setup than with Josh McDaniels being with the 49ers mm. or with, with the Raiders. I was, I was a little scared. And I thought we were going to have the offseason to clown on Josh and the Raiders, but I was scared that Josh, because what have we heard? He's one of the smartest football minds that's ever been in the Broncos building, but obviously massive management and leadership issues. I thought, man, if you spent these past 10 years getting those issues, not great, but just fixed, it could be bad news. And so far, it's been great news for the Broncos being 0-3. Yeah, and like I said, when I went back to watch the game yesterday, I wasn't like particularly impressed with the way that they were calling the offense or the concepts or anything like that. It felt like, uh, outsmarting themselves. Now there's all, you know, again, they can figure it out, you know, like Mm -hmm. they could figure it out this week. And just like the Broncos offense, of course, to figure it out. You don't need Josh McDaniels to be good. Like you just have the talent. Like just say, go win your one-on-ones. This isn't who they even have there. I came in Jacoby Myers and, (laughs) What, whatever yeah. other receivers the oh, Patriots have been yeah, running yeah, out yeah, on yeah, the field yeah. the last five years, we yeah. have to get super crafty and try to find ways to get them open. Crafty, I see what you did. Oh, craft. boy. Yeah. But see, like you don't even have to think about the offense. Like The offense is just fine, and that's the one thing Josh McDaniels can do. And now you're just overthinking the one thing that he should be able to, to do. He's so used to trying to get under-talented players yeah. open that he's still doing it. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, watch this. I can get Mac Collins five catches, <laughs> and he did it last week. <laughs> oh. Devonte Adams, who needs him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's. I mean, Devonte Adams has was largely a decoy against the Titans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep, he built him up in game one, saying we're going to give you seventeen targets a game, and then said, "Psych, we're not going to." Just put him on an island. Just give him space, and he'll get open. It's unbelievable. Not this week, if the Broncos do it right. Instead, Josh is over there giggling, saying, "Like, hey, if you just uh, wait for this guy to come across, you can sneak into the space box." <laughs> it's Devonte freaking Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. and Darren Waller and Hunter <laughs> Renfro. Like, like you said, Hank, the offense it creates itself there mm-hmm. out in New England, and he or out in Las Vegas, and he's just the one that's holding them back i i have a feeling i don't know why i just have a like a premonition josh mcdaniels is throwing Derek carr under the bus very soon ah uh, if 
man, that's when things crumble. Because Derek Carr is that the heart and soul of that team mm-hmm. throughout everything. I mean, I think Derek Carr deserves a ton of credit for keeping that team in it last year. Yep. When they fire their head coach, when one of their players uh, is released and, and, and put in jail because of something that happened, Derek Carr is a great leader. He's a good football player, mm-hmm. a great leader. Mm-hmm. And if, if Josh does that, He's going to lose the whole team, and I don't think it's going to be something that can be reversed. I wonder, though. He's not in the last year. No, he has a couple years left on his deal. But it is a weird deal where, like, they gave him the extension yep. this year, but it's pretty much only guaranteed for this year. Yep. So they can get out of it. And all the rumors were like, yeah, he might be trying to get his own quarterback after this season. <laughs> you could totally see them moving Derek Carr and then just doing something insane. Jimmy G? Jimmy G. That would be insane. I mean, what? The Texans wind up with a top five pick. They want a quarterback. You go after Davis Mills or something. Oh, I remember this is this is oh, the that ma- would be insane. It's the man who tried to bring Matt Castle to Denver yeah. and it didn't work. So are is like, what you're saying the best thing for the Broncos is not Josh actually getting fired and embarrassed. It's Josh continuing not. to stay there and blow yeah, it up. Yeah, keep yes. Josh McDaniels there as so long as So you're completely can. out on Josh. Yeah. You? Yes. I think that there, you know, there's an old saying. Um, if someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah. And it's not just like you can point to a bunch of guys who figured it out the second time they were head coach. It's not just that he failed as a head coach. It's that he was an asshole to everyone mm-hmm. around. Yeah. And it, that just true. is who he is. Mm-hmm. And people don't follow that. It just doesn't work. Like it's the biggest indictment of the Belichick versus Brady thing for me is that no one else that's taken those philosophies and gone elsewhere has been able to succeed with it. So it's like, yeah, the reason that it worked for Bill Belichick is because he had Tom Brady. And sure, has Bill learned a million things over the years? And I think the longer you coach, the better you get at it. Of course, he's a great coach. But all these guys go other places and try to, you know, for lack of a better term, just be douchebags. And it doesn't work. And Josh McDaniels might be the worst of them all in terms of his attitude in the way that he treats people, and that just doesn't fly. And it, to be fair, it, it it works even less in 2022 than it did in 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good point. But I'm not all the way there yet on Josh. I'm still a little scared. I think if the Broncos beat him this week, though, I'm not scared at all. I, I yep. truly think this game could be that big uh, where the Broncos can end the Raiders' season, I think, without mm-hmm. a doubt. I think only Four teams, six teams have ever made the playoffs after starting 0-4 mm-hmm. in a season. The Raiders are not going to do that this year. Uh, and I think they could really start the end of Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. The end of Josh McDaniels in Denver, I mean, you could point to a few different times. But when they lost 59-14 to the Raiders <laughs> at, that, home. at home, that was maybe, I mean, probably the most embarrassing Broncos moment of my lifetime. Yeah. And that's when you just knew, like, this is over. Was that Jamarcus? So, yes. Uh, even worse and Darren McFadden or was that a different time when Darren McFadden went off yeah yeah um and if let's just reverse reverse it 59 14 this week send Josh packing oh (laughs) I posed this question to you guys earlier this week is there anything the Broncos can do in this game and this was off the record or this was not when we were not live is there anything the Broncos can do this week to have Josh McDaniels fired after this week (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. Even 59-14 doesn't get the job done. Uh, 59-14. He's done. He's <laughs> oh. done. Bring Ritz Basaccia back. He's not even there. He's the <laughs> special teams away. coordinator of some Packers. other team now. Yeah, Packers. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything the Broncos could do, 
But I think there's something Josh McDaniels could do to get him fired. Oh. Like, I think that if he goes out there, like if he pulls the Urban Meyer, just like kicks Derek Carr or something, <laughs> or like he's he's having oh, the he's other crazy enough out the to field, do he's like, runs <laughs> Exactly. Up the and kicks him exactly. Like there was the Monday night meltdown when he was in Denver. Yep. Where he's just like screaming. Yeah. Like something like that might get it done. I don't think there's anything the Broncos could do, but if the Broncos do their part, they could set him up to... Uh, do, pull a McDaniels. Do whatever he does. Love that. I love uh-huh. that. At the podium, that's when he throws Ooh, Derek Carr yeah. under the bus, but it's like so public and yeah. obvious, and Mark Davis is watching him from mm-hmm. the side of it. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Behind some of that one-way glass like they have in the Broncos <laughs> press conference room. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I wish... Honestly, maybe I don't. I don't know. This is always the hard thing. Like I was so sad when Nebraska fired Scott Frost. <laughs> um, but it would be... Really great. I mean, how many games before the Jags fired Urban Meyer? It, this would be way before that. Yeah, was I wanna, it eight. I want to. It was, like it was at least. 12. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it was it after midseason. Just took too long. That would be even better though. Mark, maybe Mark Davis learned from that. He's like, he looked at Jacksonville last year and is like, after four games, he they everyone knew that Urban Meyer should have been fired. Maybe Mark Mark Davis last year was like, what are they doing holding on to him? Maybe he'll find that realization out after this week. Oh, man. 13 games good. for Urban last year. 13. But, I mean, at the same time, though, what what do you what do you really get if you uh, if you, if you fire McDaniels? Like, your, your, your season's done. Yeah. You're 0-4. Yeah. It's like you look at Urban Meyer, it's like, yeah, they should have fired him before. So what? So they could have won two more games? They're doing just fine right now. It's not like they needed more positive momentum. What you would be doing if you fired Josh now is, is just telling the team, like, we are choosing you guys over this mm-hmm. toxic culture, over this head coach. We're cho- I'm Mark Davis, me. I'm choosing Derek Carr over yep. Josh McDaniels. And Derek, I want you to know that. There's a couple things that have just made me decide I do not want them to fire Josh McDaniels. Number one. Everything. Josh McDaniels will get so much money again. He he collected $7 million from the Broncos <laughs> when they fired him. He'd probably get even more this time. Yeah. That's sickening. And yeah. he'll go right back to New yeah. England and... Mm-hmm. Be good again for them. He'll be good, and then and then he'll get that head coaching job too. Uh, pro- no, there's no way he can get a third one in New England. That's the only <sighs> place he could. I, there's a there's a chance. The crazy thing is, New England didn't even replace him. They just brought in like the two co-offensive coordinator, whatever they call. They How's didn't even name coordinators. Him? Oh, it went horribly. <laughs> but it might have been just to keep Josh's seat warm because yeah, they thought he was yeah, gonna get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it wasn't. Maybe even, they're bringing him back mid-season. Yeah, maybe it wasn't even. We think you're gonna get fired. Maybe it was Josh. Go out there, get a big payday. See you week nine. D- destroy the Raiders. <laughs> We're a little afraid of them. Come back here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The, the Raiders ended up settling with John Gruden, right? They didn't have to pay him all like sixty million or whatever that was left on that. Or did he's they? suing them right now that's right okay so, so they, i think it's still undecided they i'm sure claimed that yeah. they aren't gonna have to pay him that money yeah and... it was yeah it was a fireable offense or something right interesting i was gonna say how much money could they be paying coaches oh to not be around? <laughs> i don't feel bad about uh about the davis family having to pay coaches I mean, that is one of the poorest ownership groups though in Great. the nfl make oh them, no no it's incredible them make yeah. them, make them bleed and the last thing that i have to say is i was thinking about this this morning and uh, it just hit me how funny it is and how the chiefs and broncos can just laugh at the raiders and chargers for in the past couple years both having having to move cities 
and not having a good established fan base and just how much of a joke that is. So at least Kansas City, they're loyal. They're not losing their team. And the Broncos are with them on that because just how pathetic it is for the Raiders and Chargers. Yes, it really is. All right, we're going to get to it real quick. Oh, Pro Football Football Network has Mark Davis as the poorest owner in the NFL. Wow. Unless you count the Packers who don't even have an owner. $500 million net worth. Wow. Think yeah. about if he sold it. He could uh, almost times 10. That's why they had to get rid of Khalil Mack back in the day because they have the money to put away. It's embarrassing. It is. Cannot and now relate. they're doing yeah. this. It's incredible. Cannot relate. Uh, all right. <laughs> I want to remind you guys to come down for the bar uh, to the bar for the game on Sunday. It should be an absolute blast. Uh, last few games in here have been electric. So um, this one... We'll get our Raider hate on in the bar on Sunday. Try out some Avalanche nachos. You could get a Mecklenburger mm. uh, if you want. So many great options at the DNVR bar. Got to try those fried pickles. Uh, so come down, hang out with us for the game on Sunday. Of course, you can also come to our sticker party tomorrow night. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen this in some bars, but essentially like under the bar where your feet would be when you're sitting at the bar, we want to decorate that entire strip Love it. with stickers. So bring your favorite stickers, represent you know, your favorite company or your favorite brewery or whatever, and we just want to cover that thing top to bottom with stickers. So that's what we're doing tomorrow mm-hmm. starting at 5 o'clock. I love it. I love it. And check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We talked about it already. Many ways to get in some money tonight. Mm-hmm. Bet the early win. All three of us are going with Dolphins plus 150. And what this early win is, it's really cool. They do it for, I believe, every single game, right? Uh, but on Thursday nights, if your team gets a seven-point lead at any point in the game, mm-hmm. That money line bet hits right away. You can cash out. You can do whatever you want with that money. And I love it, especially for tonight. I don't know if the Dolphins are going to win, but the four, the 3-0 Dolphins have a chance to win twice. It's like a parlay that you, you, you have mm-hmm. two options to win. And so the Dolphins either up seven at any point tonight or they win the game. You win your plus 150 or plus 160, I think, is what uh, we, we got it at. So we got head plus to, 170. Plus I, 170, I 170 yep. even. I love it. So head to the App Store, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use promo code DNVR when you sign up because if you're new, so, uh, if you sign up and you're new with DraftKings, Place a $5 money line bet on any NFL game. You get $200 in free bets in your account. That's over at DraftKings Sportsbook. See uh, our details, our show, show notes. notes. Yes, there we go for <laughs> all of the details. When you when you hit your parlay or your early win or whatever it is, blow all your money on Brackenridge beers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so good. They're so good. Um, let's see. So I'm coming to the bar Saturday to watch all the college games. I'll be here Sunday for all the pro games. I think I can probably get six beers down, seven, seven Breckenridge beers is a good per, weekend goal. Per for the weekend? I think for the weekend. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you, meant the problem for, a for lot you is that Sunday you have to be smarter. Exactly. Right. right, right. That's mm-hmm. why, like, if I have two throughout the day, yeah, and then two more, like maybe one on the show, one while I write. Even there, I guess we're already up to four, so that's plenty. Yeah, Saturday's you, the open-ended <laughs> one. Saturday, you get it. At least nine. 
Especially because CU's at 7.30. Oh, gosh. So they're Damn. not done till 11? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would Might be nice well to get that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I slept through the first Turn it on minutes. in bed. Be like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> get on over with and your go day. Sleep. That'd, be uh, the Lon- that'd be the London game for the Broncos. Yep, except it'll be exciting. A good game. Uh, thank God. Breckenridge beers, though, that's how you spend your football Sundays and Saturdays and whatever other days you have to drink. Uh, Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter, all sorts of good stuff. Use the beer locator at breckbrew.com. You'll be able to pick out what beer you want to try. It'll tell you exactly where to go to pick it up. And make sure you don't miss out on their Hootenanny either. One thing we forgot to mention when talking oh, no. about the, hate, the, uh, the hatred for the Raiders and their staff. Tom McMahon, special ah, teams coordinator. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. I mean, seeing I know. those two stand next to each other is just a uh, chef's kiss for it's me. It's a great meme right there. Yep. Uh, uh, as a fan, I totally get hating Tom McMahon, but man, Tom McMahon was too good to his players. Every <laughs> single week, he would fall on the sword. I mean, a guy would drop a punt, and he's like, "That's on me. That's that's completely on me." There's so many mental errors by players, and he would just take it all. And the incredible thing was how long he lasted after every single week saying, it's all my fault, it's all my fault. The coach was like, oh, it's it's your fault? We'll keep you around for another year. Yeah, I'll, I'll never understand that. Like, it's, it's something I was talking about yesterday. I guess it's technically a form of nepotism of just like the NFL family of coaches just never changes. Yeah. Like no one no one no one new ever comes in once you're in the circle you're just in the circle like there's probably like five like young people a year who like work their way in through some cracks their pro their dad was probably a coach anyway um and it's unbelievable so like tom mcmahon like the new coaching staff comes in and they just look around and they're like now oh, we could try someone new or we can just keep this guy around even though he's kind of sucks yeah and, and that's why it's so incredible that like mike mccoy's last job was with the broncos he didn't get another job after that. That's how he bad did. of it. He got the Card- Cardinals job the very right, next year and right, got right. fired and after seven weeks. Fired. Uh, I think Bill Musgrave was the guy that didn't get another job. I mean, it's crazy yes. how many people's careers have died in Denver over the past five did years. Did he go to Cal? He did. He's the OC at Cal last year. Wow. He, yeah. Uh, as recently as then. Wow. Yep. Yikes. Billy Moose, man, you can get a good quote out of him. Billy yeah, Moose. One. <laughs> one, you good one good quote out of him ever. <laughs> and Jeff Legwald was the one that just got <laughs> just it out. Just ribbed him hard enough <laughs> for him to snap back. Uh, so, yeah, shout out Tom McMahon and Josh McDaniels on the same staff. Yep. Hope oh, they get man, give me a Montreal return this week. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> oh, man, I need it in my life. Dwayne Stukes and, uh, and Tom McMahon, about as two opposites as you can get. Yes. By the way, did Dwayne Stukes like recant his uh, Corliss Waitman? He 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 just said, "Yeah, I'm I'm really happy for him." <laughs> not not even really. I think it was like, "I'm happy for him." Wow. Special teams <laughs> coaches can't be positive. You got to be negative. You just have to be terrifying and mean. Yeah. Because all it is is just like, don't fuck up. That's the entire like yep. job of everybody out there. It's just like from I know I kind of panic. I mean, I was thinking about Dwayne Stukes. How could it not? Yeah, but that's true. that's how it goes. It's just like, yep, you run down the field, you make the tackle, you miss the tackle. Bad special teams game for everybody. That's it's like true. you make the punt. Nobody's giving you props for pinning a punt inside the ten. Not very many people, at least. But if you have a bad sure. one, there goes the special teams grade for the whole game. It, it's a good point, and that. By was the one way, of the the, the Wisnowski punt has to go down as the best punt ever, right? Yes, yes, incredible. It, it was beat. perfect. It was I mean, literally it was within perfect. millimeters of the goal line. <laughs> that was really good. Yep. 
in multiple ways too. Like the yes. the kick return team <laughs> yes. got it. The ball was as perfect as it could be. Uh, Bounced like yeah. at the right angle for him to be How able to get it. How long was it? Do we remember? I don't. You could tech, You could probably make a case exactly. for someone pinning it inside the one from like seventy yards away right. or something. Yeah, right, but. right. I, this one wasn't a short one though. It wasn't like thirty-eight yards or something. I no, think and it was I, at least a decent. I remember one. like as soon as I saw where it landed, I'm like, oh, touchback. Right, and then right. I saw the dude go flying in the <laughs> yeah. air. I'm like, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they always try that and they always step on the line or yeah, something yeah. like that. And you always think, why is that so hard? Right. Like, it seems like it would be really easy just to go jump before the line, get the ball to a back, but they never do it. No. No, they don't. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, and, and that was actually just one of the things that Dwayne Stukes talked about today. He said, uh, last week was the first time that I've seen Broncos standard of football played. And I think he was just referring to special teams and said, but what I told the guys. Must be. Uh, yeah, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless he's talking about the Vic Fangio era of just uh. defense. Um, but, but he said, and I told the guys, that can't be your Super Bowl. We need to do that week in and week out. So, Hank, it's kind of what you're saying. Like, he... I don't in that sentence in that statement. I don't even think he said like "great job." He was just like, "That's a Broncos staring at football, and that's what it needs to be every week." Yep. Yeah, straight I up. like it. So All right, we'll see. Let's go around the AFC West, but first, let's give our Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders game picks. Who do you guys got? I'll take the Broncos. I coming Not into very this convincing coming into the season, I would have said, "Yeah, definitely taking the Broncos here," but. Because the Raiders have been so close but have lost so many games, just the desperation makes me think that they might have an edge here, which is weird because it's like they've they've underperformed, and so I think they might have a better chance of winning than what I gave them credit for. I'm, I'm going with the Broncos, but... That's what I call a Thursday thought. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> just, that won't be there on Sunday. Okay. No. 0 oh, and 3. 0 oh, and 3. The Broncos are a good team. They can they can beat them too. Score? This is the tougher part. Uh give me a good old you know what? I I got to keep them to 16 the the Raiders. Okay. 16 for the Raiders. That's the Broncos number. I know. 21 for the Broncos. 21 oh, 16. And off 24 16. 24 16. Love it. Ah. Right? <clears throat> Speaking of offensive outputs, I'm going to call the breakout game here. Mm. Um, I think this is where the Broncos finally get rolling. Um, actually, it's just going to look just like the Seahawks game, but with touchdowns. Mm. Uh, and in that Seahawks game, they could have scored 38. 31 maybe was more likely. So I'm going to go with that number. 31 points, which, by the way, is their first two games combined uh, in terms of points. So I'm, I am going out on a limb here. 31 points for the Broncos. 17 points for the Raiders. Um, the Broncos look in control the entire time. 31 to 17, is that yep. what I'm getting? Yep. Okay, and then, Hank, you had 24-16? Uh, yep. Okay, and just writing these down right now. I thought he said 21, but maybe not. No, I changed my mind, 24. Okay. 24 yep. to 16, the Denver Broncos are just the better team. And what did we talk about? I talked about yesterday how the Broncos have, uh, or how the Raiders have a lot of good pieces on offense, and it hasn't come together. And Ryan, you said, yeah, why? And it's coaching. Mm -hmm. And so the, the Raiders do have talent. That's what's a little scary about this game is it's not – wouldn't be a shock if the Raiders put up 24 points against this good mm -hmm. Broncos defense. Uh, but the, uh, the, the Raiders just as a team still are not good, and the Broncos are still figuring things out on offense, but at least they have their defense yeah. to lean back on. 
But, and Henry, this is something you talked about, desperation, as, as Star Wars says. Desperation, you can't duplicate desperation. Oh, and that's, yes. that's, that's what Star Wars says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that scares me uh, about this game. But the Broncos are the better team. They're going to win this. They're going to win it 24 to 20. So, Hank, I like mm. your score. The Broncos win. Defense gives up the most points they have this year, but it's still not an embarrassment. And the offense puts up way more points than they have this year. So we all three have the Broncos winning. As we should. Is that a bad sign? No, no. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to pick the Raiders to win right now. As we know, anything can happen in the NFL. Um, this is a big... This is The thing is, like, the Broncos aren't undesperate. Like, sure, they aren't season-on-the-line-style game, but they are desperate to try to prove to people that they're the team that they think they can be. And I think especially Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson are desperate to get the offense going and get things right. So it's not the same level of desperation. Um, but it's not as if the Broncos are just cruising into a trap game. Like they they don't feel good either. So they know that they, you know, they have a lot of work to do. And my my only and, and I agree with the last point you said, but at first you said any given Sunday, this isn't an any given Sunday game mm-hmm. because the Raiders like this isn't the Broncos have to uh crap the bed, pardon my yeah. my pardon my uh Phrase there. Um, <laughs> Me and Hank are dropping oh. F-bombs. Zach's apologizing for crap. Uh, but, I mean, the Raiders could just simply outplay the Broncos. Yeah. That part would be their offense would just have to go crazy in order for that to happen just because of how bad their defense really is. Unless mm-hmm. Chandler Jones finally shows up mm-hmm. for the first time in pretty much an entire year. And Max Crosby, he's good too. Uh, but the Broncos win. I like this. Let's get to the Worst game in the AFC West right now. Get this one off the docket. You got the Chargers going up against the Texans. Have you guys heard any injury updates on uh, on Justin Herbert? Is he for sure playing? I would Sounds like imagine. It. Also, um, the uh, medical community is coming after Hank for his uh, comments on ribs yesterday. But they were <laughs> they were not understanding. They're just like, oh, it really hurts. You have to use your ribs for everything. Like you you breathe and your ribs. But that's not the point. The point is like. Everything is still stable in there. Like, it still gets to keep healing unless you pop it out. But popping it out is really hard to do. That's, but you're arguing with like people who know what they're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. The, all they were saying is like, yeah, no, it really hurts when you play with your ribs. And it's like, yeah, I know it hurts. No, hold on. Let me okay. see if I can find it here. Um, Someone tell Hank his thought process is actually completely reversed for rib injuries. Ribs need longer time to rest, whether it's a bruise on the bone, cartilage, or a break. When you're playing, you're increasing the breathing rate and intensity, which directly affects the rib cage. not to mention playing a contact sport where there's routine external pressure. So, like, the point being, if you actually want to heal your ribs, you can't do anything. But you, everybody's <laughs> breathing. Everybody's breathing. And I yeah, think but that's people why it takes with rib injuries time. literally try to breathe, like take like short breaths, which you cannot yeah. do while you're playing football. Oh no! A rib injury this sounds is... like one of the worst things to have. Not just oh, for a yeah. football player, like for anyone. Yep. Yeah. This is all just based on when I cracked my rib <laughs> oh. when I was in eighth grade. Oh, so you do have some something to back yeah, it up? Yeah. No. How did it happen? That's what they said. Uh, I was returning a kick. Okay. Oh, in football. Yeah, I'm not really meant for that. I was well in front of the kick returner, but I got it and I ran and then bang, next thing you know, bad rib. Did you feel it? Oh, yeah, I felt it. I felt it. But then we went to the doctor and it was one of those things where they're just like, yeah, I mean, it, ribs, you can just play. Like, it's fine just to play. 
it's just going to hurt really bad. And I was like, okay, well, that seems fine then. Maybe you went to a bad doctor. Probably. <laughs> probably up there. Did, <laughs> did you play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Hank. I yep. love it. Needed somebody to hand the ball off to the running backs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, so Justin Herbert is playing. And I believe this line's gone from like seven or eight or maybe even more to now like three or four. For good reason. In Houston. Give me Ryan, the Texans. Yeah, you're taking the underdog. I love it. Texans get their first win. Hank, you following oh, suit? Oh God. Um, you know I have I have the bet on the Texans, but that's because of the odds. I think I've got to take the Chargers. You don't have to. No, I think I do. I really think I do. <laughs> um, I've gotten what four games right so far through three weeks of this. Mm. I need wins, and taking the Texans over the Chargers is just a bad formula. I think. Yeah, that's fair. This, I mean, obviously people have crushed me for this. I believe in Brandon Staley. I like what he's doing. Uh, and I like that, honestly, he's taken Ryan's approach of like, if you're going to do something, go all out in it in terms of trusting analytics, being he's aggressive. He's kind of come back from that this year. Uh, well, yes, he, he has. Um, but this is, I'm very much starting to question Brandon mm. Staley. And this game... It's gonna lose me if they lose this, um, or so if they if Justin Herbert plays. I believe they, they lost to the Texans last year. They did. They did with a healthy Justin Herbert. But if if Justin Herbert plays and they lose, I I, I don't have anything to back Brandon Staley with anymore. If Justin if Justin Herbert doesn't play and they lose, okay, they didn't have their starting quarterback. Um, but but the only way that Brandon Staley's fine in my book is if Justin Herbert plays and they win and he looks okay enough, or if Chase Daniels plays and, and they win. So mm-hmm. I think this is a huge little moment for Brandon Staley, not just as like an X's and O's guy, but really a, a leader of an organization right now. So I am going to pick the Chargers in this game because you talk about desperation. If they're playing Justin Herbert in this game, it means they feel extremely desperate. And they should. Um, and, and they should. It wouldn't shock me with the way they looked last week, though, if they lose. It's crazy. I, I don't know why I just started thinking this, but how many times the Raiders and Chargers have hired a former Broncos coordinator as their head coach? The Raiders, yeah. Like, it's happened like several times in the last decade. So you have Shanahan. You have... Uh, um, what about Shanahan? Oh, not in the past decade. No, oh, um, yeah. it was Dennis Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There was a, an offensive guy during the Peyton era um, who was hired. For for the Raiders? one of those two teams. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, Mike McCoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's at least those two. Brandon Staley. There's three. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. That's a good point. That just shows them their little brother. Ah, I love wow. it. I love it. Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You have JDR. I love so this it. This is like their pipeline, and it just never works. Man, that's the Chiefs just need to. When Andy Reid moves on, the Broncos need to infiltrate the, their building. There we go. Send them um, <laughs> Joe Woods. Yeah, unfortunately, I hope it's not like uh, Ijiro. Yeah. Because I think he's, so far, he looks like the truth, not just as a defensive guy, but as just like a great leader. Yep. Yep. All right, now the game of Texans. Um, Now this final game, Sunday night football. We're all going to be able to watch it after the Broncos beat the Raiders. Chiefs going into Tampa. The game is officially staying in Tampa as of this morning from the NFL. The Bucks are like a one-point underdog. Is that right? Uh, 
They're, I think they're no, still favored. No, it's heavier than that. No, no, no. Oh, I think really? the Chiefs are favored. Oh, no, yeah. no. They, that's right. They are still favored. But it's a minus 105 money line. Oh, so they changed mm-hmm. it back after they found out that. Yes. Oh, so they dang. were hedging a little bit there. We could have uh, got, uh, got in on that. So, so wait, minus, what, what do yeah, we have as the line now? Minus one and a half? Uh, minus one. The Chiefs. Yes. Well, and actually, so Chiefs are Chiefs are plus one. So Chiefs are the underdog. Oh. Um, but you can get them plus one at minus one fifteen, or you can take them to win also at minus one fifteen. That take, makes take no the point. Take so the definitely point. take the free point there. <laughs> and if you're t- trying to take the spread on the other but side, all that opens up for you is a push, which is better than better nothing. than yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're getting well. the same money, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But definitely don't take that bucks minus one at minus one hundred five when you can just take the minus one hundred five money line. I'm not sure what they're doing here. Did you hear the stat that I said? It doesn't necessarily apply in this game, but 49 uh, games have been played so far. Yeah. And of those games, 41% of, or 41 of the games out of 49, the spread has not mattered, meaning the favorite yeah. either covered or the dog won outright. Wow. And that'll just add to it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. It's super crazy. Wow. So Vegas is very wrong, is what it's saying? Vegas, I really think what it is, is Vegas wants to bait you into losing, like, essentially wants to bait you into losing value on betting the spread. Like, they want, they are giving you, like, the, like, some people are taking just, like, the minus 150 money line on a favorite when you should really just take uh, the points or the the other way around. You're taking the seven points on the dog when really you should just be taking it. Right. Wow. That's crazy. It is. That's crazy. And that was hard for me to wrap my mind around. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around this game. I don't, I don't know what is going to happen in this game. This is one where like, Mm -hmm. if I come out of the weekend ahead on DraftKings, I'm like, okay, I can have some fun with this one. If Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm like, I can't lose any more money because I don't know what's going on with this game. Ah, I mean, the Bucks' defense is what's going to mm-hmm. win them this game if they win it. But Patrick Mahomes in that offense just looks a lot better than the Bucks' offense. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to take Kansas City here. Um, don't feel great about it at all, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's Tampa, Tampa Bay and Tom winning this. Hank? I've got the Bucks. Damn it. I think, uh, <laughs> wow. Um, they, they, they didn't score many points last week. But the Packers' defense is really good, too. That doesn't excuse it. But when the Bucks' defense is as good as it is, I'm willing to ride that until somebody's able to break it. And I think the offense is going to be able to put up 20 points against this Chiefs' defense, and I think that's enough. Yeah, I think the biggest issue uh, here is that those receivers are going to have a hard time getting open with the amount of time that they're going to have. Uh, and... Yeah. It, Super Bowl, just Super Bowl all over again, um, and Tampa too. Right, exactly. So that's uh, that's what I'm seeing here. I could definitely see a world where the Bucks only put up 20 points, and um, you know Mahomes has the ball down 20 to 14 late mm-hmm. in the game, and they go drive down and win it. Uh, but it's going to be a struggle, I think, for for Mahomes in that offense. And speaking of the over under set at 46, and I like the under. You like the under. Um, I like the under in the Broncos game. Hank, your score had it as the under, and mm-hmm. Ryan, your score had it as the over because of the Broncos' offense coming to life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, if if I didn't have like just a gut feeling about the offense co- coming to life this week, I would 
be hammering the under. Okay, I, I like that. And something that I, I don't like, though, is I'm picking all AFC West again, which I did last week, and it, <laughs> I went over for 4. Uh, <laughs> that can't happen this week. I could only go 0 for 3, and I hope that doesn't happen because I have the Broncos winning this game. And, Ryan, you're doing the exact opposite. You're doing what you did last week. Fade the AFC West outside of the Broncos, which got you to 4-0. and And let me read off the standings really quick. Oh, Coming God. into this week before we made these picks – Ryan, you're first. Five and five. Let's go. Five and five. Remember, you started bad. You started on three. Yep. So you're you're on a hot streak. But Hank, he's only five hundred. You and me are right in it. You are four and six. Oh, that's as bad as I thought. I'm three and seven. But <laughs> since so I good. picked one game different than you, uh-huh. and two games different than you, I can tie you guys after this weekend. Wow. So let's go, baby. Um, also, some updated picks for our season-long teams. Coming in last with 12 points. Coming into tonight. It's got to be me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, oh, my yeah. goodness. Henry, you're there. You got a, a pretty good lead on Ryan. You're at 15. But no one's close to me, baby. 19 <laughs> points okay. for me. That's really that's not bad. No one's close to me. I made some me. ground up. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's so weird how little Numbies understands Numbies. Like, he said that... <laughs> uh, he said something about how, like, Oceans dominated the poll or something when it won by 1%. Uh, yeah, dominated, <laughs> I would say. Doesn't Remember when get... the Broncos dominated the 49ers yes. last week? I, uh, you know, all I'd look at that is a, is a win... Well, I have something for Oceans, but we'll save it because I know people in the comments want it. Um, but one more thing we Fresh need to get gang. to. One more thing we need to get to. Henry, last week you chose the Eagles in the Survivor Pool. You have moved on. Damn right. Go Birds. Ryan, you chose the Bungles. Yep. They won. Easy. You Ugh. have moved on. And I chose the most rocky path with the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> oh. And they came back in crazy fashion. So we all live. Who are you guys taking this week? Which teams have I used? You have used, that's a great question. Hank. Yeah, it's an You have used one. the Ravens. Okay. You have used the Bills. Okay. And you have used the Eagles. So Henry has used the best, best teams <laughs> out of uh, any of us so far. Uh, the strategy was, like, I I don't want to waste those teams. That's fair. So if I just put them all together, I can ride out, I can get a win, I can outlast you guys, but I've made no progress. <laughs> Neither of you is out yet. But if, if you guys don't know, do you know your picks yet? Oh, Ryan, I'll I've tell you your teams. I've used the Colts, yes. the Broncos, yes. and whoever the I picked last Bengals, week. Yeah, yeah. Bengals. Okay. Um, mm. I am going to take the Green Bay Packers. Ah, damn it, oh, Ryan. Interesting. We picked the same team last week. Or no, we didn't. We picked the Broncos. same team two weeks yeah. ago. I'm also picking the Packers. This is one where I feel comfortable. I've made it through three weeks, taking some dicey picks outside of the Broncos playing the Texans. Uh, I've This is the time to burn a good team. Yeah, Brian Hoyer is not going to beat Aaron Rodgers. Uh, in fact, I think the... Game is ten and a half points. Nine uh, right now. Yeah. Nine? Oh, yeah. it fell under? Yep. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah, it's because the over under set at forty and a half, so the spread can't be that big. That's true. Like they only imagine a few points being scored. So they're saying like thirty no, they're not saying that. What are they saying? Twenty five, fifteen? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Henry? You know? I'll take the, take the Give me the Lions. Give me the Lions oh, against the Seahawks. What? Give me the, they score what? The, they have the second, second most touchdowns yep. in the NFL. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm riding. Well, I don't think the Seahawks home. are that good. Also, okay, side note, I've already bet the Patriots money line. This Packers team is not good right now. 
And, and the other thing. Wait, didn't you just say the Packers' defense is the truth when talking about the Bucks four and a half minutes ago? Yeah, it's been a long four and a half minutes. <laughs> I don't think that like I don't. Th- okay, Brian Hoyer, not that good. Also, maybe not worse than Mac Jones is. Shut. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. That's that's actually not a bad take. I know. Although, when's the last time Brian Hoare played a game? I feel like he's just been the backup for the uh, Patriots for like three years without playing. Yeah. I. I mean, I've been watched. I watched him all preseason. I watched every game, and he was so sharp. So what's the money line? Uh, it was like three to one, I think. Oh man, it'd have to be way more. Plus three forty. That okay? I mean, that's about as juicy as you're gonna get in the nfl yeah. i mostly just took that spread like nine and a half points well, you took the spread but i did take the money line too okay the okay. big bet was on dabble. the spread okay. i was I like, like yeah that. why yep. not throw yep. something in there balance it okay. out zero starts in 2021 zero starts in 2020 <laughs> so no tape is what i'm hearing no tape. there you go no, no tape. <laughs> so the last time he started was pre-covid 2019 wow those are the days back-to-back losses by the way there we go there we go yeah. well i mean he's probably playing good teams not the packers wait let's find out when the last time he won a game was <laughs> i'm so down for this hate though hank because i yeah. clearly don't like the packers either yeah yeah i would love it if i'm okay. wrong on that i would love it and okay. that's an afternoon game right i'm to 2018 so, yeah. no wins in 2018 as a starter 2017 so he's oh due how far are you? you have to go back no wins oh Wait. Okay, so he was this is the postseason. Oh God, so many losses. Wait. No <laughs> okay. way. No. Yep. Did not win a game in 2017 oh, as a starter. That was when he was with the 49ers, right? I do think Bailey Zappi did might be w- better than Hoyer. You know who the last team that he beat as a starter was? Broncos. The Detroit Lions. Oh. No. In 2016, I think I have this right. I, I'm. You do. I'm you quickly do. scrolling. I'm looking at it. you do. My God, right. he hasn't won a start since 2016. Last winning season he had was 2015 when he was the quarterback of who? Browns. Nope. Further back. The Jets? Nope. Niners? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Texans. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Five and four with the Houston Texans. That was the... Um, Ryan Mallett, Brian Hoyer quarterback competition. Oh, oh, the quarterback debacle, right? That is crazy. He beat the Lions 17-14 in 2016. Imagine 2016. That's the beginning of the Broncos skid. Yeah. So wow. Everything all of that time through. that we've gone through. Brian that was the last Brian. time Brian Howard, Hoyer won a start. Yikes. Yikes. Trevor Simeon won a game for the Broncos more recently than Brian Hoyer won for any team. <laughs> that is wild. That is wild. One thing you don't have to go that far back on is hearing about Hassel Cattle Company. Because mm. oh, we've worked with them a lot in the past, and they are back. We want to give you guys 20% off your entire purchase over at Hassel Cattle Company by using the code DNVR20 when you check them out at Hassel Cattle Company. And they've got everything. And it's so good. And it's homegrown in Texas. And the best thing is it ships straight to your house. So it's farm to your door. And it's the choice for home cooks and restaurant chefs. It's versatile, full of flavor. They have so many different things. And we even have them. At our tailgates. So if yes. you want to try some Hassle Cattle Company, come to our tailgates to try them out. And when you do, you're going to fall in love with it. And you're going to want to use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase over at Hassle Cattle Company. Very easily the best meat I've ever bought. Mm. Like, you know, like you, you, you'll go to a steakhouse and have some crazy stuff. But well, that's what in terms said. of like, I wasn't sure what in, in terms of things like you just like <laughs> bought for yourself to cook. Yeah. yeah. 
Easily. That's it. That's it. Twenty wow. percent off. The yep. top meat. The top meat. At least at your, at your own house. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I haven't tried their like finest cuts, so that could be. Oh, like, probably. I'm better. just going to the affordable yeah. route. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, sounds like I'm talking about game time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of affordable, it's so affordable. <laughs> if you're trying to go to anything, game time is your answer. Um, they've got all sorts of, of awesome deals on tickets. You, you go to the website, there's like flash deals and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's, there's a way to set it. And this is what I always do so that there's no fees. So you just see all the prices with the fees and it's super yeah. convenient. It just shows you the map. You get to click on whatever you want to click on this pop up all the different prices on the map. It's a really cool thing. So, uh, if you're looking for tickets to literally anything, game time is your answer make sure that you go to the link in our description click on that and then you will be able to join over 15 million people who have downloaded Oof. the game time app you'll be able to buy your seats and ali's showing you the awesome interface that they have in case you're going to las vegas that's uh mm. what they've got going on this week you get tickets got some good flash tickets there for under 200 bucks love it it's a steal a lot of broncos fans in fact i believe the uh, more based on some email someone sent me. Yeah, I got that one. Broncos fans have bought more tickets uh, to this game than any away fan base this week. Wow. Mm-hmm. I lo- is this the most expensive game this week as well? I think I heard that. It's got to be. May- may- maybe I'm not right on that. But probably- Vegas is the most expensive ticket. Just all the time? In general, yeah. Wow. So you'd expect this, yeah. Wow. <sighs> Vegas, man. They just pretend like money is at a different value in Vegas. And they do. You- and you just don't... like. Everywhere you go, money just is worth less, and <laughs> you just have to like accept it while you're there. It's yep. really true. I mean, it's like it's, London, I went it's to, so true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very true. I went to this was right before COVID. My uh, really good friends got married during the Broncos season, which is just the worst. Don't get married in the Broncos no, season. If that's you want terrible. No fall please, weddings ever. Please, yeah. I will no, boo don't your do wedding. That. Yes, I know, but I still go to all of them uh, and just make it a nightmare on myself waking up at two a.m. But anyways, um, so this wedding was the same game as a Raiders or same weekend as a Raiders home game and we were supposed to stay on the strip on the strip they raised the prices like times three when there's Mm -hmm. a Raiders home game and apparently people not only pay that but then they pay the crazy Raiders prices yes you're right money just when you go to Vegas money doesn't matter yeah you'll like eat dinner and it's like 55 (laughs) dollars for just like a standard thing that would cost like 20 in Denver and you're just like I mean, I guess I did win that sports bet today. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, but the other thing is, you go to the other side of town, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, you're getting steak and lobster for eight fifty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if you get off the strip, exactly, yeah. you're yeah. free. Yeah. Yes, it's very also true. number one place where I'm in support of In and Out because their prices are just the regular uh, prices. That's a good, yeah. good point. Wow. <laughs> At least we found your your way of supporting In and Out. The one play, the yeah. one time I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> All right, shall we get to uh, Super Chats? Hell yeah, we shall. What do we got here? First one's from Cody, who says, It's a cheap shot is taken uh, in the game. I can see K-Jack getting ejected. He ain't going to take no crap. <laughs> On the flip side of that... Excuse if, my language if, for if, saying crap. Yes, thank you, thank Oh, you. no, don't do that. <laughs> Plug my ears. Um, a flip side, if there is something that like the Broncos do that maybe is a little bit iffy... I've got Randy Gregory. You just watch what he does on a play-to-play basis. He's just like a running back stood up. He just sprints in, starts throwing swings at the at the ball. <laughs> Ref starts blowing whistle. Like he's just kind of like on top of guys at the bottom, and he's just kind of like rolling around as he gets up. Like nothing that is dirty, 
but is just the most physical route. I could see how that could start something this week. We don't want love hate that. to be spread, yes, but we, we, we want a rivalry hate. to start. I love hate so much. We want much. a rivalry to start. Watch me squatch. Interesting. Says, I will. if we can take oh, out the, the, <laughs> the garbage, as in Derek Garbage, get <laughs> get some sacks and pressure, we will win. <laughs> Coming in that. from Watch Me Squatch. I love that. Just take out the garbage. Take, take out, out the garbage. garbage. Gotta make a sign. Shirt. There's a shirt idea. Uh, no. Turn it around mm, by Sunday. I like it. I don't think Eric's going to like that one. Take no. out the garbage. Last one's from Triple G, who says, Zach different zach must be must um, be. the one from uh the that game on the xbox fusion frenzy oh okay there's yeah. a Z- zak on there yeah i think okay. so guys frenzy. russ isn't running because of choice slash scheme um yeah that needs to change does um yeah and uh now maybe not all the time we're not telling him he needs to get the 500 yards he's averaged in his career but he needs to be more mobile and that needs to be on him and that needs to be on Nathaniel hackett if i had to pick one i'd say scheme first just because, I mean, there's two pieces. First of all, we can just see there's no designed runs. There's yep. no, like, read options or anything. So yeah. there's, like, a big big check in the scheme box. But the other one is, you know, uh, somebody asked on Monday, you know, why hasn't Russ been doing so much off script? And Hacker was like, well, what, does, what do you mean by even off script? Like, everything's on script. It's just that, you know, it's read one, read two, read three, and then number four is to go. And then that's the script is that number four is go. And so if, if he's going by the script, though, the point is running his way down the script, again, it's scheme. I, take, I go scheme. Yeah. I would kill for a zone read on the goal line. He's so good. It would be <laughs> so good. Maybe they're just setting it up in week 14 against the Chiefs so that they're not reading it at all. It's on prime time. It's yep. against the Chiefs. Mm. You pretty much can get away with doing it once a game. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the other team won't be ready for it. Yeah. I, I Especially when you have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, like, two backs that you have to respect. Yep. Give me one. Just one a game, honestly. Yeah, I would love it. All right. Uh, let's get into the actual questions from the listeners here. And the first one comes in from Nicole Jokic, QB1. Let's go. Commenting a day late because there were a ton of comments on Tuesday's episode, but I want to say that the bodies of water debate was the content I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> DNVR <laughs> debates spinoff pod win. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I have a feeling the uh, off-season uh, with yes, the three of us, yes, a full off-season yes. with the three of us is going to get pretty... Uh... Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually shocked, so I want to, uh, I guess, thank and apologize to our listeners. I thought we were going to get a bunch of like YouTube comments being like, where's yeah. the Broncos talk? I so too. But that debate was just so compelling that yeah. no one complained about it. It's yeah. so universal. Yeah, Everybody knows about water. Yeah. It's we true. all need water. So thanks, Hank, for bringing that up. Was that me? He goes. I, don't even, I was trying to remember you, you this one. Talking I don't about how, it how you liked rivers so much. That's right. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, River Craycraft, active tonight. Worst river. Uh, uh, river Craycraft, not only active tonight, back to back games of scoring a touchdown. He's the go. new Isaiah McKenzie. Oh yikes! <laughs> he goes on. Anyway, I've been thinking about Russell Wilson's magic drive all week i keep thinking that if you could just insert a single drive like that into our games against the chiefs in 2015 Mm -hmm. we're not talking about a 13 game losing streak every year except 2019 we've played to them within seven points at least once i know you can't just insert seven points and hold everything equal and some of those games Mahomes probably work some of his magic to win anyway but even with the early pains i can still feel like wilson will be a difference maker in must win games p.s if you grew up in colorado you probably grew up near a river the pooter the South Platte, the freaking Colorado. Heck, the Boulder Creek's nice, too. Lakes are just okay. Too muddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't grow up by any rivers. Oh, You did. Not really. The South Platte. 
That's a that's the most garbage ass river. That is. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's disgusting. I didn't say he grew up by a good river. <laughs> no, we're gonna. I'm gonna take you guys up to a real river someday. Uh, the Colorado I, River. I, I you're better. gonna have a hard time beating the Colorado River. I think I could beat it. I don't think so. Is there a Montana River? I mean the. No, not with the name on You got me with the mm, name. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The count says the good old days. Both of us were Let's awkward. Go. We chewed way too loud and crashed off of the end of the ramp, tossed thousands of newspapers in the garbage that were supposed to deliver, and traded the 61 milli- Willie Mays for five warm beers that split behind that boarded up Dairy Queen. Bad call. We lulled each other to sleep by reciting the 53, top to bottom, until we got to Selvin Young or Cecil Sapp, and you snored your ass into another dream about <laughs> sneaking into my brother's bar and doing shots of horse tears. Wow. wow. I'm all about that's, the poems. That's beautiful. I'm so lost. <laughs> I'm so lost, Selvin too. Young. I'm not lost with this next one, though. Coming in Ooh. from Aquaman. Yeah, notably. Let's, yes, notably, Aquaman says, Zach has never been more correct Let's read that again. Zach has never been more correct than his ocean take. By far the best body of water. (laughs) Me being a marine biologist doesn't influence me at all. If DFVR fans are coming to Las Vegas to meet up, let's pregame drinks at Fan Zone at Mandalay Bay and Luxor. Let's ride. Guys, this is the expert himself. Aquaman. He's a Yeah, Aquaman lives in the sea and he's a marine biologist. He's extremely biased. But his name is Waterman. So he knows all about water. He does know. Mostly just salt water. How is he a marine biologist living in Vegas? They have that lake. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. He knows about lakes and rivers, too. They have that drainage ditch that goes underneath the whole city. Oh. You mean the South Platte? <laughs> basically oh, the same thing. There's a whole documentary good. about this thing. It's like essentially like a flash flood thing to stop if there's ever a big rainstorm so it won't like flood the strip. But it obviously it never rains. Right. So a bunch of homeless people have taken that as like their home and there's like a whole city underneath the city. Wow. But it's extremely dangerous because if it ever rains heavily, Ugh. it'll be catastrophic. That you is. haven't seen Top Gun? Jeez. No. But but you have time to watch the documentary on the drainage <laughs> ditch in Vegas. That's so much more compelling. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, next one coming in from Wabo. I'm going to try this, guys. Our chum, our chub always brings it hard. Our chub is bigger than yours, no doubt. He's better than yours. What is happening? How did I do? Was that good? No, it was terrible. Okay, Somehow next one. even less sexual than the milkshake song, though. <laughs> next, next one, though. Can I help um, you with this one? Yeah. Which, which one do you want to get? Are the you first sure? part or the second part? Or are we doing it together? Well, you know, do you know the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, then you can, okay. you can get it. P.S. 2. Oi! Oi! <laughs> Oi, P.S. 2. Oi, oi, oi. That one slaps. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's really slaps. good. That's going to go hard in the um, stadium. I don't know this one, though. If oh, someone what's... else. Uh, see, I don't know the song. That's why, yeah, I don't I don't either. Should we make it up? Our guy Dan was what's sending wrong? me some last night, too, and I didn't I didn't know the song. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I have to like research this. So, so Wabo sent us these lyrics and then told us which song it goes mm-hmm. to. This next one is to Montel Jordan's Let's Ride. Yeah, I just don't know this. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's what I'm saying. I don't know it. Um, But it's, let's ride all night. (laughs) I don't doubt it. Our guy is about it, about it. And I'm so excited because Russ is going to ride it. 
Wow. No, that wasn't good. We need a company choir. <laughs> <laughs> he says, on second thought, it's late and this was a bad idea. That was a great idea. Yeah, the Oi one was great. PS2 one's really good. Also, the milkshake one was yeah. fine. I really like it. And again, though, like, I feel like I know, Zach might have fumbled the bag. It sounds like it's a bit much, but at the same time, that milkshake song is more... I think this is more appropriate than milkshake normally. Wow. Our Chuck I think so. always I think brings so. it hard. My milkshake Our brings all the boys to the yard. bigger than yours. So, I don't know. It's just he's the biggest chub it. there is. <laughs> I think it should actually, the first line should say, our Bradley always brings it hard because milkshake ah, Bradley. Yeah. Then, it, then you can go, our chub is bigger than yours, no doubt. He's better ah, than yours. Yeah, that's good. That's I like good. it. Right, I love it, Wabo. The PS2 one, though. Yeah. That's so easy. <laughs> that is so good. That should be implemented yeah. this week. Yeah, you just have to be. hope they actually throw the ball at him. We actually have another one about PS2, which I can't find right now, so we'll get to it later. Uh, but Double D says, well, he says, don't read this on the pod, but it's about songs, so we will. <laughs> he says, not super original. Many fan bases have songs to... Uh, uh, gu- what? Guantanamaria? Guantanamaria. They don't have that in Montana. Yeah. One of the most famous is Arsenal singing it for their grant or their great manager, uh, Wegner. It works it works with four syllable names like Russell Wilson. One Russell Wilson. There's only one Russell Wilson. One Russell Wilson. There's only one Russell Wilson. I didn't realize you guys are so talented. Beautiful. And if you want to hear another example, he drops an example in there. But good good job, Ryan. I think think you nailed it. This is going to work. Yeah, and wobble with another (laughs) one. Maybe it's another idea. He says, damn, boys. This body of water debate had me pondering things at first. At first... Seemed like lakes would lock it down, yep. but without yep. rivers, lakes would cease to exist. Uh-huh. Cease to exist. Ocean voters have a sound argument, wow. but seems a little too salty. I'll keep streaming on YouTube <laughs> because I know you'll shoot us straight and won't harbor any oh, yep. ill will yep. toward each other. Bye, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's incredible. I was I was confused on that one. And then said, said it's now it's later than before. Than before. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Those are good. Yeah, that was really good. Or- wow. <laughs> Orange and Blue for Life said, had a blast at the tailgate, guys. It was a pleasure having late night beer at the bar uh, as it closed with our Icelandic friends and you, RK. Uh, only thing better than beating the Raiders is beating my, uh, the Josh McDaniels-led Raiders. Mm, I wish we had, would have thought of this earlier, but we should have had a draft of like most hateable people in the NFL right now. Because you have Ooh. like McDaniels, you have Tom McMahon. We can save that for the tailgate. Ah, oh, we sure, that's we sure can. We sure can. Next one coming in from Onion Booty Bronco says, Trade Justin Simmons? A fun and silly discussion topic, to be sure. But realistically, no. Hard no. He is arguably, maybe even objectively, our best all-around Bronco when you factor in on-field performance, availability, off-field impact, and brand ambassadorship. He's been the most reliable Bronco since 2015. It's great to see our backup safeties, turns, and lock make an impact. But to suggest that we've seen enough from these two and are better without Justin Simmons is a stretch. Where it comes to saving money, let's not forget we have the most money baggy ownership group in all seven kingdoms. Penny pinching is the thing of the past. Scared money don't make no Super Bowls. 
Onion Booty goes on to say, he said that in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> For some additional fodder, Melvin needs to be put in timeout. Should we start calling him Fumby? Oh <laughs> so glad Josie is back. The most underappreciated Bronco right next to Russell Wilson. Yep. Go easy on our quarterback, Patience. To use an old Star Wars quote is a good thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, wait. <laughs> Patience is, is a good, good thing. Hope is not. Hope is a bad hope thing. Is, hope, yes, hope is yes. bad. Hope. Hope is not good. Hope is <laughs> there not we good. Go. There we go. The Raiders game will be a hard-fought one. We're not good enough yet to blow teams out. The Raiders have talent. I don't have a dub in Sharpie. This is all for now. Thank you, love, onion, booty, Bronco. This is probably a, the best performance ever by the comments. You guys are We're really coming today. through. And here's <laughs> another champ one, or a PS2 one from Cosmo Kelly. says, hear me out. When PS2 breaks up a pass, instead of chanting, incomplete, we chant, P S two, and then you just start going, oi, 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 P S two, oi, oi, oi. They should do this. I, I hate when you like just ruin a tradition. That honestly is not a yeah. bad idea, though. Especially because you still keep playing, it going with the others, and it, and, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's playing off of it perfectly. It's great for fifteen years. Yes, you know? I love it's, this. I think it's pretty good. Onion Booty again says, "Okay, I'll settle this body of water <laughs> debate once and for all. The best body of water is a glass of water." Or a bubble bath. You're welcome. Wow. Glass of liquid death oh, mountain water. Wow. I kid you not. Have to be... Two minutes before we started this show, Ryan looked at me after a sip and said, how do they do it? I, this is so good. It's the best packaged water ever. And you know what I didn't know about liquid death? Um, mm-hmm. And this is just not an ad read. I didn't know that they had like different types. I thought mm-hmm. it was just all the white uh, sparkling water. Mm, but no. The black sparkling water. Yeah. yeah and that, that's sparkling and yours is still. Straight. And then yeah. they have the flavor ones you guys had. Murder yesterday. your thirst. As yeah. you guys know, I love still water. Ah, uh, you do. <laughs> boo. On also, brand, Ryan. Bubble bath's very good though. It's not for me. Really? I probably haven't had one since my mom was giving yeah, them to same, me. 100%. Yeah, same. Wow, what is wrong? Oh, <laughs> nice book in a bubble bath. Oh, <laughs> like candle. Glass of wine? Okay, I don't. That's asking them a lot. <laughs> Finding the candle. Like, you need the right setup. If you're in like a penthouse suite and they have like that's a true. great one with a dope view, then yeah, I can see yeah, it. But, like, yeah, yeah. In like my apartment bathroom, yeah. it just doesn't hit no, right. No, no, that's okay, a good okay, point. Okay, okay. <laughs> Butch Cassidy says this feels like an appropriate time to build, bring back bold predictions. Mm. So this week on 64 yard field goals, Pat Sertan will have not one, but two picks in this game. Also, you guys are sleeping on Creeks. Oh, Creeks, yeah. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. we gave a shout out to Creeks. Oh, I think yeah. Hank actually said Creeks. Older I said Creek. Babbling Brooks. Um, we, we and better uh, Creeks. Picks, Pat having two picks. If it's ever going to happen, it would be this week what? because it would be Carr wanting to get the ball to Devontae Adams. So they were like, uh, I was watching Pat McAfee's show today, and I think it was Malcolm. I don't know. Someone was praising, some former DB was praising mm. uh, Pat Sertan. But. I rewatched that um, one to I want to say Ayuk on the backside. Yeah. He should have picked that. It was like he was standing in front. I was just like, use both hands. He just like yep. swats it down. I'm like, Pat, just <laughs> grab the ball. He wants uh, to be PS2 PBU. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. He's so good. It's just insane. Yes, yes. It's so much fun. I can't wait for this week's matchup. Oh. And we're talking about rivals. Like you would love to see Pat Sertan have a massive game and have everybody in Vegas hate him. Yeah, that's true. It would be incredible. Say, he, he's just never like going to fight Devontae no. Adams. You can but, alternate the PS2 with PBU in the oi, oi, oi channel. Oh, yes. Levels. PS2. Oi. Oi. 
You don't want to chant that's too long or anything. Yep. Right, right. And then can you play the music? Can the stadium play the music in the background too? I mean, once we get it going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Definitely. I'm going to have oh, to get tickets to the next yeah, home game. Yeah, you are. You're going to have yep. to get it going next Thursday night. Yep. One week from today, the Broncos could be 2-0 and in like four hours. You think week. if I print out sheets and hand them to everyone <laughs> in my... 76,000? <laughs> yeah. No, just everyone in my section because everyone else will figure it out on their own. It uh-huh. would get... It would get, I mean, the the counting the play clock down started with like probably even way smaller than a section. Yep, it's true. All right, you just need to lead the way. Ryan, We're gonna make it happen. You. I got this. You. you know, I won most school spirit at my high school so. <laughs> wow. for my you know work leading the student section. Wow. I actually won that too. Wow, wow. we got a lot. Very of them fitting. Here. <laughs> very I did fitting. lead the student section. I didn't win an award though. Oh, maybe you, you just didn't do it very well. <laughs> no, we did so good. We did so good. They won a state championship because of me. Sorry, guys. All I, because of you? Yeah. I got suspended wow. for a game, and I, they still won the award. Wow. I got suspended for starting an inappropriate uh, chant. Wow. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. Oh, Sorry, guys. Athletic I, directors I, used to be so pissed off. I was, I was on the sideline. I couldn't. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, you were certainly on the sideline. I was like, on the sideline, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we found out the name of the be- uh, best player on the other team's mom. Uh, mom yeah. And then just started chanting, Sarah's a MILF. Sarah's a MILF. Oh, my God. Some of the Basketball chants. Some probably. of the basketball chants go crazy. Is Splice yeah, the name of that movie? Splice? I think Splice. Is it, Maybe is it about the? It's like scary. The drainage ditch underneath. Uh, Vegas? No, it's not. It's not. I know it's not. You're up here. Okay, up why your you alley. look that up? I'm but going. oh yeah, but there was a girl on the volleyball team, and they just started yelling Splice, and oh, I didn't Jesus. get it at the time. But she looked just like this girl from this horror movie, oh, and it was. Terrible. Oh, it geez. is so mean. Oh, so mean. At least mine, like, mine was actually a compliment. My, oh, nice. <laughs> my basketball program once uh the basketball coach was caught cheating and so oh, then geez. they uh, our school found out the name of his wife oh, and they yeah. started chanting blanks better at him. Oh Jeez. my god. I think that was the worst. The like so terrible. Speaking of coaches oh, who have been caught gosh. cheating. Josh McDaniels this week. <laughs> yes, very, oh, very appropriate. Arvada Luke says, fellas, I made some overly optimistic predictions in the comments of last week's Friday's pod, which made an 11-10 victory, uh, which an 11-10 victory made impossible, fortunately for me, due to how the pods play out. They were co-signed to the ether. So I'm reviving them <laughs> here for this week. Um, uh, I'm usually a week early on my SGPs anyway. We can expect, one, a Caden Stearns interception. Two, an explosive screen pass to Montreal, Washington. A little Love tunnel it. screen. Oh. Uh, one of those neat inside shovel passes to back in the red zone for a juicy TD. And over mm. 145 all-purpose Javante mm. Williams yards. I've seen Zach getting some heat lately for verbal false starts on Twitter. Give him a break. We all should know uh, he's more of a numbies guy. Wait, I'm confused. What, what is this? You said on Twitter. Oh, um, oh gosh. The Broncos play five games in two weeks and you uh, meant to say five, uh, two games in five two games days in five days well i didn't even notice that i think you said five games in two days oh gosh i don't want to go find that tweet mm-hmm. that'll, be, that'll be tough yeah it was a real like aau style schedule five <laughs> games <in two> days. <laughs> oh boy yeah i'm just gonna ignore that anyways it keeps going speaking of online vitriol the boo birds have done one thing for me and that is shortened the emotional hangover from a broncos loss what entitlement 
How are you going to hold a new coaching staff and a QB to a higher standard by week two than the likes of Elway, Peyton, any coaching coordinator since 19, and essentially any player besides Garrett, the Holden years? Uh, ridiculous. My wife said something else this week that I felt was poignant. Mm. Is this going to be like 2015 where every game was like a heart attack? Let's recall. That was a season that featured the Broncos' wins of 19-13, 16-10, and a loss of 15-12. We're going to be just fine. And to the rest is washed crew out there. Who has a legion of boom now? Ooh. Cheers. Ooh. I mean, this is the best supporting cast he's had in a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Someone, <laughs> someone oversprayed the Febreze again. Uh, <laughs> that happens in the locker room Burns so my much. Nostrils. Mm. So much. It's it's wild. Like you'll be standing there, it's like, oh my god, what is happening? I was talking to Kareem last week, and my eyes were just like burning out of my <laughs> <Yes>. face. <laughs> so many chemicals. Also so. today, Hank found out um, that he thought in one part of the locker room mm-hmm. was the training room, uh, but he found out that was the, that was the bathroom. So it's yeah. it's it's the it's these little things he's yeah. learning throughout the ways. I know. It's like, why are so many people naked showering in the training? Room? <laughs> oh my god! Well, I <laughs> the, the doors over there, bathroom doors over here. Zach was like, "Where'd Josie go?" I was like, "Uh, is that the training room over there?" <laughs> I'm the idiot. Okay. All right, no, last no, one here funny. from a Broncos <laughs> fan named Denver. Hey guys, long time no comment. Wow. Sorry, it might go long. One. Don't think I ever congratulated Hank. So congrats, man. He's talking about you figuring out where the training room yeah, is. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yes, it's the door to the left. <laughs> so happy to have you on the Broncos pod. Two, got married in March. Had hey, a destination yes. wedding. Guess where? Boulder Creek. Oh, no. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. I said something terrible about that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> that it is, is a good creek. That is the top creek. Mm. Is it tiny? You got it. Cripple no. Creek might have a... Oh, Cripple, yeah. Boulder Creek is great. Boulder so is Creek it like a river? Yeah, go real it, creeks. It's very, it's very river adjacent. Okay, okay, okay. It's I don't know so what defines skinny. the difference, to be honest. It, it has some wide spots. I would think Rivers need to be at least 20 feet Creek. wide. Is that real? No. No, okay. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Um, wow, three for Mr. Three, B. Three for Mr. B. That's OG status mm-hmm. right there. Four, let's drop Fumbies. <laughs> Let Booner <laughs> wow. be the char- a change of pace back. Then maybe OBJ if he's healthy, just a thought. This is like when Garrett Bowles got <laughs> the, the gumballs nickname. <laughs> People are going to ride Fumbies. Fumbies is pretty much perfect, so I can't stop it. Uh, 4.65 is for the Walton Penner ownership group. Uh, hey, hey, pretty good. <laughs> Five, Russ is going to be fine. Six, Hackett is going to be fine. Seven is for John. Hey. Eight, our defense is the truth. If we can get Simmons back and stay healthy, they will finish top three overall maybe even first and nine oceans suck come on gotta go to the big damn rivers i live in south dakota 15 minutes from the missouri Mm -hmm. river (laughs) i live above the oha dam so it's more of a lake haha so rivers and lakes are my vote but as one thing it's because that's all you have. No wonder they're, they're your oh, things. You, you could got, just ride that yeah. river right to the ocean. We're making if you want a to, but he doesn't want to. Uh, ten. He doesn't like rivers that much. Fair enough. Ten. Go DNVR. Go the OGs like Iceman, the Count, mm. and Nacho Brad. Eleven. Let's ride. I let's love go. it. What a pod this was. This was actually. We have get into the weekend. Two more super chats. Oh, yeah. I'm not over yet. Now? Start the timer. <laughs> Two minutes. Gregory taking his car to the junkyard. Oh, man. That's great, Cody. <laughs> Just like, oh, is it too soon? I going to say Henry Ruggs. Oh, oh yes, yeah. it okay. yeah, yeah. yes, it is. Yes, uh, it is. Dylan Smith. <laughs> I need a Patrick Tanger. <laughs> I need a Patrick Tanger jersey even more so after this Sunday when he holds Adams to zero catches oh, when he's guarding oh, oh, oh. him. I think it's going to be negative one catches. Oh. Wow. Throw a pick in so there, too. Pick. Yep. If, if he holds Devontae Adams to zero catches... 
I think Crown everyone in the NFL will be saying he's the best cornerback. PFF yeah. might might let him break an 80 grade. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. they adjusted. They brought yeah. him up to a 78. Yeah. Thanks. So that's what you have to do. When they're so bad, you just have to pound him so much on social yeah. for them to be like, oh, we'll take a look again. Yeah. Oh, he did have a good game. <laughs> Five points. But we're not, yeah, we're not going to fully admit that we were so wrong. Right, exactly. Uh, wow, this really was a great pod. Oof, so I, great. I will put that in stone. Best performance ever from the comment section. I agree. I'm backing it. Yeah, yep. I think yep. so. Yep. Squirrel week was a good so time. So I think there's only one way to end this show, and it's with a little PS2. Oi! 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 PS2. Oi! 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 See you guys later. <laughs>